Hello and welcome to 7-Minute Meditation with me, Andrew Suit. Thank you for listening as I share a piece of my heart, mind, and soul with you in about 7 minutes. Have you ever run a relay race? This meditation is about passing the baton. Let's get our 7-minute timer started and away we go. So we're talking about passing the baton with the analogy of a relay race. And you're probably familiar with that concept of it's essentially a four-lap race, as I understand it. I was never a track person. I, I ran cross country in sixth grade, and I always came in last or second to last place. So I wasn't really a runner. But I think uh, a relay race, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, has four laps to it, and uh, there are ultimately four runners. And so each time the previous runner hands a baton to the next runner as they continue the next lap of the race. So I hope you can see within that that um, that is what the church is about. That's what I am passionate about in ministry and in discipleship in general, that we have to think in terms of baton passing, that a generation has passed a baton to me at the same time, my generation needs to be passing the baton on to the next generation and so on and so forth. We are all really just interims in this life. We're just passing through. So we're both receiving and passing on batons all the time. And so my call story as a pastor includes 10 years in youth ministry. And so I thought I was going to be one of those lifers in youth ministry. But then God shifted that call towards um, not just one generation, but to all of the generations. And again, it has that flavor of passing the baton to the next generation. So that is certainly about the previous generation and, the, and, and their ability to pass the baton and, and their ability to uh, make disciples who make disciples, as we talk about a lot in my church, uh, which is the United Methodist Church. I'll get to that more in a moment uh, in terms of our, our system of, of clergy and, and pastors and um, how they come to be in churches. But again, this flavors my call that the church needs to do a better job of passing on the faith and the church itself to the next generation. And this is uh, seen for me in some ways in what I would like to call the great commitment in John 21. Uh, we know of the great commandment to love God and to love neighbor. We know of the great commission to go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that Jesus has commanded. But in the great commitment, I, I, I've, I've termed it, um, Jesus is talking to Peter after the resurrection, and he says in this fascinating story, uh, feed my lambs, care for my sheep, feed my sheep. So he gives them these three things, and it's interesting that lambs are mentioned there specifically, as if, don't forget about the young, take care of our children and our youth. That shows me just how important this is. And so, as I mentioned, um, in the United Methodist Church, this baton passing is also the nature of our system. Some churches have a call system or they uh, hire pastors, uh, they go through a search. We have an appointment system in the United Methodist Church, which means that we are, are and, and we are connectional, meaning that we are appointed or sent to churches for a period of time. So it's very much like a the Isaiah, here am I, send me thing. It's very much like the apostolic uh, process of, uh, you think of the Apostle Paul and others that traveled around 
and we're even calling them now mission field appointments. So we're sent to a certain mission field for a certain time. Again, we're all interims. Jesus passed the baton to his disciples in the Great Commission and the Great Commandment, as I mentioned. And I love Paul's communion liturgy for this very reason, and I often come back to it when I am presiding at communion. I received from the Lord what I also pass on to you. I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. So there is that apostolic authority of baton passing from one generation of disciples to the next. Then there is this beautiful image in Hebrews 12, 1 through 2, which says that since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. So we are being cheered on in this race called life, this relay race called life, by those who have gone before. And by the way, I need to remind you of this. This race is indeed a relay or a marathon. It's not a sprint. Um, It's about perseverance and endurance versus a quick burst of speed. It is also again, a relay race and not an individual event. So we're in it for the long haul and we're in it with one another. I think this is just a fascinating metaphor um, that to win the relay race, who or what must be the fastest? Is it the first runner, the third runner, the fourth runner? Who, again, I've given you a hint here, or what must be the fastest? The baton, (laughs) the baton has to be the fastest. It's, it's the thing that's got to cross the finish line first in order to win the race. So we press onward because of the baton, the message, the gospel. The gospel must be preached and lived and passed on. Isn't that incredible? To think it's not about me as the runner. It's about ultimately that baton passing the finish line. And so we see this in Paul's model of ministry, that he was receiving and passing on batons. He had a mentor in Barnabas, so that was someone who was passing a baton to him. He had an accountability partner in ministry in the person of Silas, and so he was in the race in that lap at that particular time with Silas. And then he had Timothy that he was mentoring and passing the baton on too. So who are your peers in life? Who are those you are accountable with, and who are those that you are pouring into? So finally, we end this with 2 Timothy 4 seven and eight. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day. And not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. He had it almost right. May we one able one day be able to say, we have fought the good fight. We have run the race. Receive and pass on the baton. Thank you for listening. Please rate and review this podcast if it's been helpful or meaningful to you. Feel free to also connect with me on Facebook or Instagram. I'd love to continue the conversation with you. God bless.